Good morning and welcome to Manna here, our daily devotional that we have at Lighthouse. I am uh, Pastor Ron and I am blessed to be one of the pastors here at Lighthouse and to get to share with you today. And so won't you join me in prayer and then we're going to jump into Proverbs chapter 27. So let's pray. Lord, what a blessing it is to spend time in your word. Oh, that we would take your word and there's so much more to chew on and to learn about and, and to discover in the things that you say and the wise things that you have for us to consider in life and, and to be careful about, to, to make wise choices in our lives that's based on rock-solid truth and character that's reflective of you. Because, Lord, it's you that we want to shape us. It says in your word, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. And so, yes, Lord, we prove it by living it. And so live in us, we pray. Thank you, Jesus, as we look forward to spending time in your word. In your name we pray, amen. Okay, so, hey, Proverbs chapter 27 28, 29, and then we're going to get into 30. Um, and of course, Proverbs chapter 31 is um, the Proverbs chapter 31 woman. And we'll talk about that in um, probably months to come, but hopefully we'll get through these quickly. Chapter 27, uh, verse 1. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. Let another praise you and not your own mouth, a stranger and not your own lips. So, you know, the point behind this proverb is, is we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. So don't say, I'm going to go do this, I'm going to go do that. And saying, if the Lord wills, this is what the plan is. But I'm, I'm willing to, to trust in the plan that God has for me because he's sovereign over all every single day, right? And so that's why we don't have to toot our own horn either. It says, um, let another praise you and not your own mouth, a stranger and not your own lips. I mean, if you're seeking the approval of men, that's not a healthy place to find your identity. Where we find the, the strength of our true identity is in knowing who we are in Christ, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made by a God who desires to have a relationship with us and so he came to rescue us? What kind of love is that? That's the kind of love relationship. That's the strength that I get in, in knowing that my God loves me that much. Um, and, and so I don't have to have the praise of men. I don't have to look for uh, the acknowledgement of men. Um, and, you know, and, and <laughs> you know, we think about these things called social media. And one of the things in social media that we, we want to look at and see how many, we, you know, we post a picture or we post a saying or, or we post a video like we're doing right here. And it's like, well, how many likes can I get? Um, yeah, if we base our approval off of likes, we're going to be disappointed. There's never going to be enough. It's kind of like basing your trust with the, the stability of your life with money. There's never enough. Um, and, and so it's just saying, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Where am I, where am I enough? Well, um, I, I so appreciate um, a friend of mine who, who says that you're more than enough um, because that's what God says. And, and so that's where I find my strength and my stability. Um, I don't have to find it in men. And so may I encourage you, um, be careful with social media. 
um, because it can take you to places of depression if you don't get the acceptance of people that you think you're going to get. You know, if you don't get the laugh or you don't get the, oh man, I so appreciate this or whatever it is, that don't place your, if you will, your welfare in social media. Find your true identity in Christ. And, and he, will, he will praise you, but he does that not through your own lips, but through another's. Because um, then it's like, oh, you see that in me? Um, and, that's, and honestly, that's what we do need to do for others is, is we need to communicate to them what we see in them. That's called affirmation. That is especially true when it comes to children and raising children. Oftentimes, parents are so busy doing the correcting thing that they forget to do the, the time of affirmation. This is what I see in you. This is who you are to me. That your children need to hear that from you. Your grandchildren need to hear that from you if you are blessed with grandchildren or great-grandchildren. Um, the friends of your children, if you want to affirm them, you want to build them up, then, then look for the things that you go, man, I appreciate this about you. This is, this is what I see in you. This is you know, something that I treasure about you. So praise another, not yourself. Um, verse 3, a stone is heavy and sand is weighty, but a fool's provocation is heavier than both. We got to be really careful about being provoked by fools. Um, and, you know, it's... <laughs> there's such weight to it that, that we don't understand the impact of our response to a fool. We've talked about that in the past. You know, answer a fool according to a fool, and you get a fool's reward. You know, and it's like, wait a minute. How do I answer a fool? Well, I, I answer a fool, and a response from a fool of just saying um, is, is asking questions. And it's the best way to answer a fool is rather than, than to respond the way that they've spoken to you, don't do that. That is exactly what this proverb is warning you against, is, is don't respond the way that you've been spoken to by a fool. But take a breath and then respond back with a question. Get them thinking. Um, because your goal is to help them not to be foolish, right? Uh, verse 4, wrath is cruel, anger is overwhelming, but who can stand before jealousy? Wow. When you compare jealousy to cruelty or anger um, that is overwhelming, and I would refer to that as wrath, um, we understand from Proverbs 15.1, I, I don't know if you remember this or not, but um, Proverbs 15.1 says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So, you know, here this proverb in 27 is acknowledging the, the multiplicity of anger, um, but there's something which I believe is called wrath uh, when you add anger to anger. So if somebody's angry and they speak to you with a harsh tone, then oftentimes we respond back to that. Oh, there's the provocation of a fool. It says, don't do that. No, stop, think about it and go, let me understand what you're trying to say to me. What's going on? Um, and so it's a gentle answer that turns away wrath. It changes that dynamic. So here in this contrast, wrath is cruel. We would agree with that. And anger is overwhelming. It's like, man, I don't know how to deal with all of your anger. It's like, calm down. Or, um, but yet something is worse yet. And that, but who can stand before jealousy? Who can stand before this, this spirit of envy, 
um, toward a person that's saying, man, I don't like you because of, you know, and they just grit their teeth and, and, and they have their reasons. Um, and, and then they stand on those reasons and they're not founded. It's all based on emotional um, responses. And it's just saying, wait a minute, how am I thinking about this person? Um, because God has fearfully and wonderfully made that person. And, and maybe there's things happening in that person's life that um, you're not aware of. And, and, and so be careful about being jealous towards someone because jealousy leads to this thing called bitterness. And we think we control bitterness, but we don't control bitterness. I, I've seen people who think they're, they're full-on bitter about other people or things that have happened, and, and you talk about it, and their face changes, the, the, their appearance changes, and they think they're managing it. And that's not what bitterness does. Bitterness manages us. Uh, verse 5, better is open rebuke than hidden love. So here's this contrast that Proverbs 27 provides for us that, j that just says, wait a minute. It's not good to hide your love. Um, we need to express our love, but we also need to make sure that our love um, has constraints within it, that it's appropriate. Um, and, and, and so, wait a minute, and so where do I, where do I find that? Well, I find that in, in God's Word, and I allow God's Word to correct my heart. Because if I'm desiring someone that doesn't belong to me, that's called lust. Um, and I have to be careful and, and be able to acknowledge that for what it is and saying, whoa, wait a minute, I, I, this, is, this is beyond what's appropriate. And so what corrects me? It's the, the correction is the truth of God's word. It says, for all scripture is profitable um, for teaching, for reproving, for correction, for training in righteousness so that the man of God may be equipped, thoroughly equipped for every good work. And so God bless you. Um, we're going to do some more equipping next week as we continue on in Proverbs chapter 27.